My name is Rachel Manlove. I'm part of the fifth part-time data analytics cohort with NSS. And the title of my capstone project is The Cost of Moving Food, Exploring Food Sustainability Through the Lens of Transport. Oh, look at these. These projects are just so interesting and so important. And I can't wait to hear about what you've discovered by pulling all this data together. But first... Catch me up. What were you doing before Nashville Software School? How did you learn about this? Why did you decide to make a change? These last six months, right, part-time boot camp is right, a lot of work. Yeah. So what made you decide to jump into this? Um, well, I'm currently working as an administrative assistant at Vanderbilt. Um, I've been there for about nine years now, and it's a job that I've honestly enjoyed doing, but not so much that I see myself really content with doing it forever, like a lot of my colleagues around me. Um, and I've had a lot of time to think about and reevaluate things concerning my career while working from home over the past almost two years now. Um, and I not only realized that some of my favorite parts of my job have been when I've had the opportunity to work with data, and I've been aware of a high demand for data analysts in around Nashville, but then I discovered that uh, Nashville Software School, and I saw that there was an opportunity for me to facilitate a very realistic and a very positive career shift for myself into something that I believe will be a lot more engaging and a lot more rewarding for me. And it's something that I really believe a lot of my experience will translate well into a new career with data. Um, so I decided to pursue that opportunity that I saw with NSS. Good for you. And jumping into it, I mean, it can be really overwhelming and intimidating, but you made it six months. That's uh, that's a big achievement. <laughs> a very intense six months, but it's been a lot of fun. It's been hard. I was warned that it would be a lot like having a fire hose straight to the face. And that was completely accurate. That was accurate? Um, that was completely accurate, yes. <laughs> uh, Love it. I don't know. It feels like it's been worth it. It's been a lot of fun. It's I've learned a ton of new skills. I don't know. It's been really, really positive. I applied to the program thinking I would enjoy it, but... Gosh, I've really enjoyed this program. <laughs> that is so great. I mean, that you never know. I mean, that that, that happens often where people you, you don't know what you're getting into in, in some ways, but congrats on making it to the end. So let's talk about you. what you've been working on. Tell me about your project. So my project is about sustainability. Uh, sustainability is something that I've always tried to keep in mind with a lot of decisions I make for myself. And then there's the general topic of food, which is in a lot of ways a personal, passionate interest of mine. Um, and then when I was stuck at home during this pandemic with lots of time and little opportunity to go anywhere, I had this experience where a strawberry season came around and I couldn't get to a farmer's market to treat myself to some like I usually would because they were all canceled or closed with the pandemic. So I went to the grocery store instead. And I guess my disappointments at missing out on the farmer's market really made it clear to me that the strawberries at, for sale at my store were coming in from California. And I was really curious about why, why were these berries coming in from so far away when I know they grow right here in our backyard? So 
I started doing some research about why that is and found there was a multitude of reasons. I so bet there's the a lot of reasons. For, oh, there's a lot of reasons. What's one or just just for context, just off the top of your head, what's one or two reasons? Um, one or two reasons. One is that California has an environment that is almost perfect for growing strawberries, and they have a much more extended season to grow the strawberries in. Whereas in Nashville, it's a very short window when we can do that. So they're able to do it in mass bulk, which makes the prices much lower for people like grocery stores to deal with versus a very small window that we have here in Tennessee to grow them. Gotcha. Okay, so. That was one of the reasons. That's, I mean, I'm sure one of many. So what else, <laughs> when you, what, what kind of data did you get to work with and how did you organize all that data? Oh gosh, that was a challenge. Um, most of the data that I found, well, since transportation and food was kind of right at the top of my head after that frustrating experience moving into Capstone, it was a really straightforward choice <laughs> for a subject for me to get to explore some actual data on. Um, and a lot of it came from the U.S. Department of Energy and the U.S. Department of Transportation. And the big challenge that I came up with with that was that a lot of the data was very fractured. Um, I would find data about the miles per gallon efficiency of cargo trucks, but that was it. It wouldn't have anything in the data set about trains or planes or boats or any of the other ways that food are being transported. Um, and I'd find another data set that had information about a different aspect of it for something else. And in spite of the fact that most of my data came from the U.S. government, I would expect there to be some consistency in how the data was collected. It was not. There were a multitude of different ways that things were measured or communicated. Sometimes fuel was measured in gallons. Sometimes it was measured in tons. Sometimes it was miles per gallon. Sometimes it was amounts of how many tons of fuel were used in the course of a day. It was very difficult to try to get all the data collected from multiple sources and multiple data sets, and then to get all the data matching in the same kind of yeah. measurements in order to be able to compare these different methods. Whenever you look back at this project, is there any other thoughts you have about what you really enjoyed about this most and, and maybe what that might mean for the future of what kind of work you're looking for? Um, I did find the challenge of trying to take a multitude of factors and a multitude of smaller data sets or small and large data sets on the same topic but different lenses of it and trying to put them all together into a single simple answer that I could communicate with anybody <laughs> without trying to get them as confused as I was behind the scenes. Um, I really enjoyed that. It felt like taking a huge mess and getting to sort it all into order and then present it in some clear format that I feel, I hope is informative. That, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, I wasn't sure if I would really enjoy working with data that was that messy or that fractured, but no, I, I, I really had a good time doing that. It took a it. lot of time, but it was fun. Well, it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier that you thought you would enjoy this, but you really, really enjoyed it. So Yes, exactly. That's great. Well, that's a great feeling, I'm sure, as you're rounding out your time. I know you're graduating at the moment we're talking right now. You're just about to graduate tomorrow, and you get your demo right. day. And 
big things are ahead. So thank you for sharing a little about your story. And we can't wait to see where you land next. Oh, me too. (laughs) 